Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this episode is a um it's an episode about minyak dagu. Um I did not know well, <laughs> minyak dagu in English literally just means chin oil. <laughs> um okay, so for those of you who are not um Malay, um minyak dagu is actually okay, I didn't do a bit I didn't do any research but from what I saw online um as in I was just doing a quick like r- read through of this whole um this whole minyak dagu thingy so what happened is minyak dagu works the same way as minyak pengasih okay minyak pengasih I would in English I would say maybe um lover's oil so what happened is uh, this oil is being used um on people who um have who i mean who wants to attract the person that they want so in order for them to go crazy over them uh, they would actually just swipe this oil on any part of their body of of this intended person's body so the reason why it's called minyak dagu is because the reason why it's called chin oil is because i think i think okay i'm not vouching for the truth of this but it is said that in order to get the oil you have to uh, scrape off the flesh of a dead person's Someone who's dead Who Okay Okay Suddenly aku macam Tahu banyak Benda So If someone pass away Alright And I mean this happens Not in Singapore lah Obviously And this happens Maybe in other countries That's like Not so well regulated Or maybe it happened in Singapore I, I don't know So it is said That on the seventh day Of A passing of a, some, um, Of a, a A deceased If you were to Dig up the grave And you Um Sort of cut off the flesh from the chin of the corpse, and then you do some mantra and you burn it, and then you you take the oil out of it. Um, that oil can be used as this powerful potion to just get someone else to fall crazily in love with you. Um, it's creepy as hell. Um, obviously I'm not endorsing it, but it is something that I think is prevalent. In our community, um, or rather, in in the Southeast Asian community. So this story is actually about this uh, lady, who has been at the receiving end of minyak dagu, from the moment she was um twenty years old all the way until she is married now. All right, so she has um a kid now. Now I do not know why there is a sound of a crow, crowing outside my window. Um, maybe it's. Maybe it's the crow, whatever. Okay. So, anyways, um, now, now, now it stopped. Irritating. Okay. So now this story happened um from the time that this lady is twenty years old. So what happened was this lady actually, um, was she emailed me lah uh, this lengthy email and I managed to read it through. So this is a story. I wanted to share with you this story about Minadagu because I think it is a very wicked and very unforgiving, um, black magic. That can possibly happen to someone else. Now, um, so this lady, her cousin got married. Okay, so now her her cousin got married, and she said that during the wedding reception, okay, she noticed that the cousin's husband, all right, uh, youngest brother, okay, kept uh, kept looking at her. 
all right and he was sweet looking and he was um smiling at her making eye contact here and there and of course as, as a 20 year old you love the attention correct so you reciprocate back by you know looking at him again and then doing the eye flirtation thing and all that so she said that after the whole wedding nothing much happened all right but she just found out that hey my cousin's um my cousin's husband's younger brother is good looking lah, you know, and we sort of have a connection. But no numbers were exchanged, uh, they didn't talk to one another, nothing at all. It wasn't until one week later, one week later when um the mother of the bride, okay, which is which is the aunt lah, right, came over and said that actually someone asked for your hand in marriage. So she, the, the 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 auntie talked to the mother, to this girl's mother. She said that um Someone is uh, interested in your daughter and wants to have a hand in marriage. And then after asking and asking and asking, the auntie finally said, oh, actually, it's the youngest brother. Menantu aku punya adik lah, you know. So the mother is like not so happy because the mother always think like, okay, to get married is to expand and extend your family line heritage, right? So takkan dia dengan kakak dia nak macam... Berbesan dengan uh, the same person, correct? Because they are, remember that the two boys are their brothers, right? So she rejected. She rejected and all that. And then after that, um, the mother just kept quiet and just didn't want to acknowledge the um, hand in marriage, lah, you know? So nothing happened after that. But secretly, secretly, the cousin's husband, so this guy, the, the elder brother, um, texted this young girl saying that A okay let's just call this guy F okay so he said that A F wants your number he wants to get to know you you know uh, is it possible for you to give me your number so that he can contact you and of course even though the mother disagree and all that you know she said in the email being a 20 year old of course aku mental <laughs> mental means I'm being cheeky you know at 20 years old when you have a guy who's like head over heels for you who wants to get to know you better Obviously, you give your number lah, you know. So, she did give it, give her number. So, they started talking to each other. So, this F and this girl, alright, the girl who emailed me. They started talking and they were talking for a few months and they even met each other. They even met and then they, um, what do you all that? They uh, went out on a couple of dates and all that. But she said that throughout this whole entire time, he never touched her. He never touched her. He never held her hands. He never did anything remotely physical towards her. Okay, nothing at all. It wasn't until one day when he decided to go for a job meeting that he held her hands. And that she, she felt was the time when he actually used the binyak dago on me. So before that, that happened, um, it was next year was her the birthday. So it was her birthday and it was close to the cousin's wedding anniversary. Remember, she got married one year before. So they said, so this girl said, hey, um, ma, can I have a birthday party at Chalet? So the mother was like, no, 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 because she's the only child. So the mother is like very like, a bit overbearing, I would say. Not, maybe not overbearing, maybe just protective of the daughter. So she said, no, no, no. But after much caution, um, she decided, okay, you know what? Maybe don't go to a chalet. You just do it at home. So they decided to celebrate her birthday at home and also celebrate uh, the wedding anniversary of this lady, uh, of, of her cousin and husband. And then this F also came along. 
Alright, so on Tuesday, on that day, it was the first time my mother saw F. And I do not know why, when my mother saw F, my mother said, just said, no, he's not the good person for you. Um, and then she also found out that they have been seeing each other, like, you know, because everyone... I think everyone knows it's only the mother that, that didn't know and everyone's like teasing, teasing like hey, when's your turn? When's your turn to get married and all that? So the mother like was very adamant about not uh, having F in her life, alright? In the daughter's life and also her life lah, you know? So anyways, fast forward to that. Uh, fast forward to that, she said that um, on the day that she wanted to go for a job interview, he met me, alright? So he met me and I remember for the first time because remember, eh, throughout the whole I think about 7-8 months he did. He never touched me he never got physical with me but this was the first time he held my hands and he just let me like macam yalah he, he held my hands and we walked around everywhere with him holding my hands and I didn't object because for us like we've been dating for quite some time already um so that night, the mother... No, not that night. I think a few days after that, the mother was like, you know what? I want you to stop contacting him like forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. So she got really upset. And she said that this was the starting of the hell. Um, She said that my stomach got bloated. Okay? So every day, I would feel that my stomach gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But there's nothing inside. It's like It's just like air. You know, there's no pee, there's no nothing. It just gets bigger and bigger to the point where orangnya aku mengandung. People think I was pregnant, but actually it's not. It's just my stomach just got bigger and bigger and it's like so weird. There's no explanation to it. Now, she became so obsessed with this guy that because she said I was working shift work, but I would take MC because I would just like secretly meet him. Just to secretly meet him. And it got so bad to the point where the mother confiscated her phone. Okay, so when the mother confiscated the phone, there was no way for her to contact this guy anymore, right? So she was stuck at home, right? And she, I think she, shortly after that, she quit her job because I think she couldn't focus because she was said, I was so obsessed. I do not know why that night, that very night when he went for the meeting, uh, for the interview and he held my hand, I remembered telling myself, this is the man I want to marry. And bearing in mind, she said, throughout this whole time that we were dating, yes, I like him, but it's just like, it's not love. It's like like lah, you know? Like, macam suka-suka gitu-gitu je. But I do not know why that very night, after he touched me and he touched my hand, uh, and he used the minat dagu on me, um, in retrospect, I became obsessed. I became obsessed to the point where I would cry because I was not able to meet him and all that. So the mother confiscated, confiscated the phone, and that's when she said, uh, my stomach started to get bigger and bigger and bigger, to the point where one day she said, it got so bad, I couldn't walk. So I had aku kena aku di papa pergi toilet. So I, I told my mother, I need to pee. I need to pee. Something is coming out. I need to pee. I cannot hold it any longer. So my, so the mother held the hand, okay, and brought her to the toilet, okay. And guess what she peed, guys. Dia kencing kaca. This is what she said in the email, and this is what I'm telling you guys. She said, Hafiz, I peed glass. So literally, I do not know whether I was having UTI or whatever, but I do not know whether it's salt, it's mineral or whatever. Maybe it, maybe it's maybe it's minerals, maybe it's hardened salt. So it looks like a crystal, but it looks or looks like glass. But that was what I peed. So I started bleeding, and my mom actually took the pieces of glass on the floor and she she started crying. She's like, "Who did this to you? Who did who did this to you? Who did this to you?" I think of course she knew what was what was um. Who was the culprit? But, you know, 
she just kept on saying, who, who did this to you? So she called someone to come. So she called this lady, uh, this Indonesian uh, lady. She, the tukang obat lah. Oh, I forgot to tell you this very important, uh, important uh, piece of uh, fact. Maknya, maknya si cousin dia, okay, who is the mother's elder sister, is also a tukang obat. Okay, you will know why this is connected. Because apparently, this guy got the minat dagu from the makci itself. And the best part is the makci got, sh- got so shocked when she was being confronted about it. She's like, eh, he didn't tell me what was it for. Macam bodoh kan? Like macam, you know the guy asked you for minyak is because of the fact that he wants to, he wants to like, you know, do something to your, to your, um to your knees. So like, you cannot just tell us like we don't know so anyways they they have stopped contacting this makci and the family altogether so they're macam buang saudara lah they, 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 they didn't want to talk to them anymore I think for, for good reason lah you know um, so anyways so they did they did confront the, the, the confrontation happened after the um, session with this Indonesian lady so this Indonesian lady came to the house and then they told uh, they told her oh uh, macam kencing kaca and all that and she started to have this sick and twisted um, apa ni sick and twisted punya obsession towards this guy and all that so she said that uh, okay and then the, the lady did something so when the lady did something this girl who emailed me said whatever happened after that I blacked out whatever that I'm texting you right now I'm emailing you right now is what my mother told me verbatim so the mother th- the mother said that she started talking in a foreign voice okay and she said that if I cannot have her no one else will you have to make me marry F. If not, you will suffer. So when you say you, si pompa yang email ni, pointed at the mother. So you will suffer. The mother will suffer. So anyways, they went uh, they went for the Rukia session and all that. They managed to get the Satan out. Um, and she confronted. So this girl who who was at the receiving end of this Minadagu confronted the guy. And he said, why did you do it? She said, why did you do it? And she said that the way he responded to her is very creepy. He just said like, I didn't do anything. You miss me, right? And then he chuckled. <laughs> like that. So she blocked him everywhere. She blocked him on social media. She blocked his number. Everything. That's it. Done. This was when she was 20 years old. Okay. Fast forward to seven years later. She thought the hell is gone. Huh? Okay. But. It happened again when she got married. So she got married. She said, when I, when I got married, I thought it's happily ever after, fairy tale, blah, blah, blah. But no, apparently this guy has been eyeing me for so long because I went for Rukia recently. So this happened recently, uh, as of last month. The Usta said that dear kena kunci at seven points in her body. One of it is in her head. And that's the reason why she get head-splitting migraines. This is what the Ustaz say lah, you know. And this is also the reason why because dia kena kunci kat bagian kepala dia, dia tak boleh fikir secara rational. So, to make the story short, she actually got a divorce from the husband. And the marriage only lasted for like a few months. When she thinks, when she thought back about it, she pieced it together. She's like, actually, there's a lot of things that happened during my wedding, but I was blinded by it. I thought like it's just me being paranoid because of this bad experience that I had being at the receiving of, of Minat Dagu, right? So remember eh, this this uh, saudara yang dah kahwin dengan lelaki ni dengan mak dia semua dah tak berkahwin lagi. Dia dia, 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 dia dah bukan saudara lagi eh. Dia already like throw them 
discard them, chuck them to the side. So she said that this is what happened. A series of things happened during my wedding that I will never forget. She said it all started when I went down. Um, like this is Tomorrow is a wedding, so she went down. She went out to take a look at the wedding dyes, the plumbing, and she said, "I do not know why, but I look at my wedding dyes. It's so belapu. It is so old. It is so much um dim, like." It just looks very worn out and old, but she said I do not know why. So I keep asking like my my siblings and I keep asking everyone around me is is the is the plumbing nice is the plumbing nice, and everyone was saying the plumbing looks fantastic because I think she they said that uh they offered um they 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 got this wedding hirer, and this wedding hirer, this is like the new design. So it's she's like the first. Um, she's like the first couple to get this design from their catalog, lah. You know, and she kept asking people like, "Is it is it nice? Is it nice?" But kepada dia, like no matter how much she look at the plumbing, dekat dia cakap macam aku tak tahu kenapa aku no plumbing nampak macam buruk, macam malap, macam macam usang gitu. You know, so she was very unhappy with the way the 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 plumbing looked because she said it just looked very ugly. But everyone around me said that it looks fantastic, it looks grand, blah blah blah. So what would do? And she said, the night before, someone or something, okay, took a shit by the buffet table. So what happened was they were alerted by the cook. I think the cook was like, macam tengah kamar kamas. And then, at this, and the best part is nobody saw. Okay, it's a wedding bow block, right? Bow block is like it's very hard for you to do something without getting noticed, correct? And if the tukang masak tengah masak dekat dapur. They can see the buffet table, what, right? And if someone actually squat down, and took a dump there, people can see. Correct. Number one, the smell will give it away. Number two, why is there a random person squatting? But the most mysterious thing she said, she said to me, and this creeped me out, was that nobody saw anyone took a dump. Tak ada orang nampak orang birak dekat tepi buffet table. Tapi dengan dengan serta-merta orang yang yang uh, apa tu yang masak untuk the wedding cakap ada orang dah birak and tai dia banyak it's not tai anjing it's not tai anjing it's not tai tai kucing it is not the it's not um poop from a dog or a cat it's human poop <sighs> it's quite intense it's human poop she said and it smelled really bad it's human poop and it's a lot to the point where I called the town council to get the bangla to guy uh, the, 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 the bangla worker to come and when the bangla worker came the bangla worker was shocked dia sampai mengucap eh because you know Bangladesh is most of them are Muslims right so the mengucap dia cakap astaghfirullahalazim dia cakap this is my first time seeing shit like that and like she asked around like did anyone saw anyone poop here No, did, did anyone have any baby? And, and then they're like, macam, they're also thinking like, if it's baby, baby poop like how many? Like, you know, like how much can a baby poop? It is a fully grown adult that has pooped there. Because, yeah, she said it's a lot. Ah. I do not know how a lot is a lot, but she said it's, it's a lot. And there's no way it's, 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 a, it's a stray animal. So anyways, they, they have it, they have it um, clean lah the night before. So she said that was the second thing. And the third thing was, I didn't think much about it because I just thought that maybe they didn't cook it properly. But right after the event finished, so diorang biasa lah, diorang nak pack-pack stuff kan. Diorang nak pack macam, you know how like, Malays after, <laughs> we love to pack our food. So like, if there's extra food from the wedding, 
we would like, okay, we have like, for example, six aunties. Okay, six aunties now. Each of you take three plastic bags. Go and take as many rice as you want. Go and take as many ayam as you want. Bring back home. So that to, to that tomorrow, all the way until Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you don't have to cook at home. You can just eat, you know, makanan-makanan, uh, apa tu, lauk daripada orang kahwin. But she said that the moment the wedding stop, makanan semua dah basi. Then she got paranoid because she's like, eh, shit. Is it, is it, is it like spoiled? Way before Because if it got spot Way before Means the people Who ate my food Earlier on during my wedding Confirm kena food poisoning Correct But thankfully Nothing <sighs> Patience 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 <laughs> So anyways Pause our ah. We just let this um This I do not know They are doing some Working at like 12.30 at night Oi <sighs> Okay so anyways I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna continue um, So what happened was The um, The food was Was spoiled lah you know And So nobody Actually end up Packing their food For the uh, From the wedding So that's it So anyways Back to the marriage So she got married right So she got married She said that She became very Um Hot, like, hot, like hot-headed She became very angsty To the point where She cannot even look At the husband in the eye You know And she said that After three months of marriage We decided to call it quits We decided to get um, uh, Divorce You know And they were living Elsewhere And after that Like macam Okay so, so the husband Would like leave the house And then after that Macam two weeks after that They would come back together You know, like, you know like the kind of thing So she said it's very weird Because it's like why are we treating this marriage very simply? It's like, you just said you divorced me. And then when you went out, after a while you come back. After a while you come back and this and that. So she, so she said that things got very weird because it's like, it's almost as if my husband is not taking it seriously and I wasn't taking it seriously. And then when, when, when people ask me, are you divorced? Did your husband divorce you? I would always go like, uh, I don't know, it's a very complicated situation. So, so she said that as a person, I'm very decisive. You know, but I do not know why. Over the last couple of years, I have I become very much um. I'm neither here nor there. You know, like I cannot make decisions. I if people ask me, I do not know how to answer and all that. To the point where orangnya aku bodoh. You know, so people think like she's bodoh and all that. So she says I do agree. Like when I, when I think about it, I do get much um. Like I I get scared. So she said that the 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 clincher was when this one night she said I dreamt I had this huge nightmare. She said, in that nightmare, I was inside this temple. And this temple is surrounded by, by like Buddha, you know, the Buddha statues. And then I noticed underneath, like on the floor, it's filled with snakes. So I got scared in that dream. So I started running. When I started running, the snakes started chasing me at the back. Okay, so I went, I ran out of this temple. She said, I still remember the temple is filled with golden Buddha Lining the whole entire temple So she ran out She When she looked back She said In fact On top of the snakes That were chasing her There were two huge dogs Chasing her as well And she said That dream came to her For like I don't know how many times So she said That was the point Where I know Okay something is not right Someone must have sent something to me And that's when The pergi kat ustaz ni So she went to this ustaz And that's when the ustaz cakap Engkau dah kena buat orang Minat dagu Again, okay. Uh, actually, it all started from the minat dagu. Means 
the lady, the remember the Indonesian lady? Yeah, she didn't properly eradicated the whole thing. So this thing just snowballed into something bad. Meaning the guy had that link towards her. You know that like that like this imaginary threat. So even like six years down the road, he can still do things to her because he's holding her by the threat. That's the perumpama ana. That's like the. I'm just showing you a picture, but this is how twisted it is. It's all. It's almost as if this guy is holding her by this threat. So whatever that he does or whatever that he sends, benda ni kena. So this ustaz cakap, Dini dah dah tak pergi dekat makcik kau, dia pergi kat bumbu siam. So she has stopped going to the, um, to the aunt and he has, go, he has went to this Thai medium or Thai bomo. And that's the reason why you have that dream of that Buddha and that snake and that dog. Um, she said that she's still suffering as of now. So she said, the reason why I sent you this email is because I just wanted to let you know that even in this day and age, you know, there are people still evil and all that. And um, I can never forgive. And and she said that the most weird part is I try to locate him, this guy, just to, f- I, mean, I don't know. I do not know why, but I wanted to like seek for forgiveness or just ask him to stop. But she said eh. Singapore is so small and yet in the last 6-7 years I didn't meet him at all I've never met this guy ever again because remember I block him everywhere so when I tried to find him online I couldn't find him online he's like this mysterious entity and then remember I already stopped contacting my cousins you know so there's no way I could get back to this guy again so it's like I'm lost I'm sad I have a kid right now from from a marriage that's broken you know and I'm having this nightmares and this ustaz tell me that I've been locked in seven parts of my body and I cannot think straight and she said to the point where I have splitting headaches and migraines um, because I'm stressed both from her stress and both from the effect of this black magic and she just wanted to like take this opportunity to just um, educate the masses lah, that, that these things still happen it's quite sad lah, you know uh, when she told me this I mean when she was when I was reading this email that she sent me um, so she did say to keep her identity a secret so I I think I did that but she said that the guy's name just let's just call him F so yeah intense guys thank you so much Um, see suddenly they want to do no more carpentry yeah Irritating yeah, my neighbor. I don't know whether it's my neighbor or it's the spirit of my neighbor or whatever. <sighs> okay, anyways, thank you so much, guys. Have a great night ahead and thank you so much for listening to Bahantu. <laughs>